Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Karma You podcast. This is your host, Chloe Brotheridge. I'm a coach, a hypnotherapist, and I'm the author of The Anxiety Solution and Brave New Girl. And this podcast is all about helping you to become your calmest, happiest, and most confident self. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode. Thanks so much for joining me today. I am going to be talking again in a solo episode about how to feel more confident with people in social situations, whether you are on the shy side, whether you're experiencing social anxiety, or whether you just like to feel a bit more confident in social situations. I'm going to talk about my own experiences, things that can help, practical tools that you can use and hopefully some ways to shift your mindset as well. I also want to let you know that this week and this week only I am opening the doors to my group programme Brave New You, the confidence course and so the date today is the 28th of June 2021. It's open for one week and then we start very soon afterwards and I'll run this course live Maybe next year, maybe in two years' time, I'm not quite sure, depending on what's happening in my life. But I only run this about once a year. So if you want to get involved and you want to grow your confidence and develop the killer confidence that goes beyond fake it till you make it. If you want to create inner confidence that goes deep and that helps you to create changes in your life, gets you living the life that you want to live, then you can head over to karma-u.com forward slash cc. So just the letter C twice. So that's karma-u.com forward slash cc. So let's get into the episode. Whether you experience social anxiety, whether you just feel nervous in social situations or not fully yourself, there are always things that you can do to help yourself to feel more confident and more comfortable in those situations. So just to share my own experience, I used to be very shy and I would avoid a lot of social situations. I would drink alcohol to feel like I could be myself and open up. And I would get shaky. I would be like running to the toilet before having to go and meet people or go to an event or a party. And I would get very, very tense. I would leave. Maybe I went to like a networking event or something and I would have a splitting headache afterwards, basically, because I was so tense and so kind of on edge when I was speaking to people. And these days, I am so much more comfortable in these situations. I might get a bit of nervous excitement, but I don't feel like I'm about to die. And I feel a lot more able to be myself and I don't get those kind of tension headaches afterwards. So I know that it's possible to make progress in this area. And I want to encourage you to give these tips a try so that they can help you as well. 
When we're socially anxious or we're lacking confidence, we can sometimes feel as though the spotlight is on us. It can seem as though everyone is looking at us, everyone is judging us. And of course, this isn't the case. This is just the effect that anxiety has on us to make us feel as though everyone's looking or everyone's got a judgment about us. But that is really just the anxiety talking. It's really just the lack of confidence getting in the way of us being able to perceive that situation correctly. And so it's this self-consciousness that causes a big problem for us in social situations, isn't it? We're turning all of our attention towards ourselves. We're focusing on ourselves, every sensation in our bodies, every thoughts, every little micro facial expression that the other person might make we can be interpreting and creating a whole story around oh they looked away they're not interested in me I'm boring blah 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 blah. and you know that situation where you are trying to act normal trying to act normal and the more you try the less normal you feel and suddenly you're either clamming up garbling your words going red feeling so shy that you shut down like a frightened clown who can't get the words out And then here's what can happen next. We almost get like scarred by this experience. Say you go red and feel embarrassed in front of other people. It becomes harder to prize yourself from the couch the next time you get invited to a social event. And suddenly social anxiety is winning. Your world is getting smaller and it becomes harder to put yourself out there. So if we have a few of these kind of negative experiences that don't go as well as we would have liked, we can shut ourselves away or... It can mean that our world shrinks and less of life becomes available to us. And if you're finding this is the case for you, and I know this was the case for me several years ago, please do something, do something about it. Do something about it before it gets worse, because social anxiety can have this this way of spiraling and causing us to, you know, the longer you leave it, the more anxious we can become to actually get ourselves out there. So doing something about it sooner rather than later is really, really important. And yet this is the sort of avoidance that we will often engage in when we're lacking in confidence or we're socially anxious. We will avoid any situation where we might meet new people or speak in public or be in a group of people, essentially. And yet this avoidance can create more anxiety because we're basically saying to ourselves, yes, social situations are dangerous and you should avoid them. You know, and when we do that, we're reaffirming that we should be feeling anxious. And so we want to really counteract that. We want to really send a message to our nervous system that this is safe. It's safe for you to be you. It's safe for you to go out. It's safe for you to be in other people's company. It's safe for you to even be embarrassed or say the wrong thing. You're still going to be safe even if those things happen. So we really want to be putting ourselves in situations where we're challenging ourselves in in, in only a small way, perhaps, but challenging ourselves in some way to reprogram our nervous systems. So one thing that's really important to know about confidence is that you don't need anything to be confident. You don't need to get anything else. You're not lacking in confidence. The thing that people have who are confident is that they are not thinking about themselves when they're doing something they're not ruminating they're not full of self-doubt they're not analyzing every bodily sensation they're not going into overthinking about what's happening 
they're just being present, they're just taking action, and they're just being in the moment with whatever it is they're doing, whether they're meeting people, having conversations, speaking in public, whatever it is. And so knowing that you don't need to get anything, you have everything that you need to be confident. And it's actually more of a case of taking off the layers of self-consciousness and worries and anxiety that have blocked that natural confidence that you already have and you already have everything you need to get there. So this is why practicing mindfulness could be a really useful tool for you in feeling more confident, being in the present moment. And this is literally like a mental practice that is kind of like going to the gym, but for your mind. Of course, we are in a world where we're full of distractions. We're full of, you know, you might have been worrying about the past, about the future for much of your life. And that is a habit that you have been in. And yet it is something that you can change. It's a habit that you can start to reprogram. And mindfulness is a good way to do that because imagine walking into a room full of people, but being completely in the moment. So your attention is focused outwards. You're looking at the other person. You're listening and you're present and you're really listening to what they're saying rather than thinking about what you're going to say next or what they might be thinking about you. You're able just to be listening and present in your body. How different is that experience going to be than if you're self-conscious, ruminating, thinking about every body sensation or you know, imagining what the other person is thinking? So finding a way to practice mindfulness, whether that's doing mindfulness meditation, whether that's you know, practicing being present when you go for a walk or a run or tuning into the present moment when you're washing your hair in the shower, you know, the feelings of the soap, the smells, the sights, you know, the taste of your food when you're eating it. That's an amazing opportunity to practice being more present and to flex your mindfulness muscles is to really focus on your food as you're eating it, the smells, the textures, the tastes, you know, putting your knife and fork down as you chew, really paying attention to each aspect of that is going to be training your mind to be more present and this will help you with your confidence. It will help you in social situations as well. We're just going to take a short break to share with you what people have been saying about the Brave New You Confidence course. Hi there, my name's Lucy. I just wanted to do a quick video testimonial about Chloe's Brave New Confidence course, um, which I've just completed. Basically, it was amazing. Um, honestly, every other Monday, I used to look forward to these live workshops so much. I'm quite sad they're over now. It was really helpful. It came in a really opportune moment for me because I want to open a new business, but kept coming across the humongous stumbling block of my total lack of confidence. So it's given me all sorts of ideas and workable takeaways, basically. But the fact I'm doing this video is a testament to how good it is because I never would have offered to do this before the course. So there you go, do it. I think so much calmer now and I find it a lot easier to explain how I'm feeling, which my partner loves. I also just really liked seeing other girls tell their stories and see their questions because it made me think about things that I probably wouldn't have. So I cannot speak highly enough of Chloe and her Brave New You confidence course. I did it at a time in my life where I was just starting my own business and it really helped me to feel more confident showing up online, sharing my message. And even though I had received 
support before doing the hypnotherapy really helped me to on a subconscious level feel more confident so I cannot recommend it enough and the course really helped give me the tools to manage and quieten my harsh inner critic and allowed me to understand and accept myself a lot more be a lot kinder to myself um, and I would just, oh, I just want to say I would highly recommend this course. You won't be disappointed in, um, you know, investing in yourself, really. And, and Chloe helps make it so easily digestible and engaging and it will leave you feeling really positive and accomplished. Enrolment is open now until the 4th of July 2021. Head to karma-u.com forward slash CC, that's the letter C twice, to find out all the details. That's karma-u.com forward slash cc. Now back to the episode. I think it's really important to remember as well that, and I remember when I would work with people one-to-one on this topic, this would come up a lot. People do not notice your lack of confidence nearly as much as you do. You know, you have this spotlight on yourself and it feels very visceral when you're feeling nervous and anxious. Other people are much more focused on themselves, how they're coming across, they're focused on what they're going to say next, they're listening to what you're saying and people don't notice nearly so much if you're getting embarrassed even or you're worrying or tense, even going red. People don't necessarily notice that sort of thing as much as you think. So I know it's easier said than done but try to remember that people don't necessarily know that you're lacking in confidence and even if they do, people are generally quite compassionate to that people you know 50% of us feel shy and so we you know so many of us will know what it's like to feel uncomfortable in a social situation and people are generally compassionate and kind and can understand that so yeah just reminding you now to be kind to yourself about this remember that people don't notice nearly so much and even if they do they're likely to be very compassionate about it one of the things I talk about in my book The Confidence Solution is this idea that if we If we dull our rough edges, we also dull our sparkle. If we try to make ourselves amenable to other people, if we try to not offend anyone or try to fit in with whoever we're with, if we're constantly people pleasing or, you know, I've had this thing of, you know, holding myself back from being fully myself because I don't want to be too much. I don't want to be too loud. I don't want to be too this or that or not enough. When we're censoring ourselves, when we're holding ourselves back and limiting ourselves, we actually dull our sparkle. We actually stop ourselves from being authentic and from bringing the best of ourselves to situations with other people. And so chances are there are going to be lots of people in this world who are going to love you for who you are. And they're going to be people for whom you're not their cup of tea. And we have to not worry about the people for whom we are not... (laughs) their cup of tea and focus on the people who are really going to appreciate us for who we are and appreciate our uniqueness and our quirks that match the other person's quirks and so just to remind you to you know don't dull your rough edges know that your uniqueness is something that certain people are going to really appreciate and love and it is so worth being yourself for those people to connect with those people and to create those relationships and and to really be yourself with them. And so can you think about some compliments that your friends have given you or some good feedback that people have given you in the past about 
your personality, the way you are, the way you are as a friend, the way you are at work, what other compliments that you've been given, what are the nice things that people have said, maybe it's positive feedback from your manager at work or from your partner even. Can you remind yourself of some of those things to remind yourself that you have a uniqueness about you that is worth being you for? And I think this is such an important part of confidence. I think you know, so many areas of our confidence have to do with how we feel in relationship to other people. So how we feel in social situations or what other people are going to think of us, you know, so much of our confidence is really linked to that. And yet when we're trying to work on our confidence on our own, we don't get that reflection. We don't get that encouragement and that support that we really need to grow our confidence. And that's why in my group program, Brave New You, my confidence course, which is open at the moment for enrolment. It's a group program and you get that reflection from other people. You get that support, not only from me, but from the other people in the community to know that you're not alone. It's amazing how when we share how we're feeling, what we're thinking, what we're struggling with, and you know, you're met with you know, maybe 10 other people, 15 other people who know exactly what you're talking about, have experienced that as well. It's such a relief to know that you're not alone, that you're not the only one struggling with the things that you are. And it gives us a lot of inner confidence. It gives us a lot of reassurance and self-esteem. And that connection is so, so important for growing our confidence. So another thing that I think can really help is connecting to your breathing, taking deep belly breaths. And I remember this, using this tool when I was working, where was I working? Probably in the NHS in Colchester, like nine years ago or something. And I remember we'd have these monthly meetings and the whole department, I used to work as a nutritionist in the dietetic department at Colchester Hospital. And we'd have these monthly meetings and everyone would have to go around the table one person at a time and give their kind of monthly update. And I remember my heart just being in my throat, feeling like my heart was going to explode, really, really nervous, blood draining from my face. And, you know, as it got sooner and sooner that I would have my turn to speak. And I remember in those moments, just taking deep belly breaths, really trying to relax my belly, breathing into my belly. And um, almost like, you know, when you're blowing up a balloon and the balloon expands, you want to kind of think about that being your belly, where you're expanding your belly, you're breathing right down into the belly on the in-breath and letting the air go. And what this technique actually does is it sends a message to your nervous system to go from fight or flight mode into rest and digest mode. And it was such a useful tool for me in those moments where, you know, I was feeling a lot of physical anxiety at having to speak in front of people. And so taking those deep belly breaths, whether it's while you're on Zoom, whether it's, you know, at that wedding that you're going to in this summer, taking those deep belly breaths can really help to calm the nervous system. One thing that you might not want to hear, and this might sound a little bit harsh, but honestly, if we can use this to our advantage, it can be a massive help when it comes to social confidence and social anxiety. So when you're shy or when you're a person of few words or when you're subdued because you're anxious, this can come off as being rude, as being unfriendly. And that might be hard to hear, especially if you're somebody that, you know, you you know, you're a friendly person, you know, you're a warm person, or you really want friends and you want to connect with people. But it can come across as being unfriendly and rude. And I remember people used to always think I was really standoffish, or I was an ice queen, (laughs) people used to call me an ice queen. And that wasn't how I was, you know, with my close friends and with my family. But 
when you're shy, when you're holding yourself back, when you're anxious, it can come across that way. And of course, that's almost like making the situation so much worse, isn't it? So this might like sound like strange advice or maybe difficult to do, but I'm going to say it anyway. If you feel low in confidence in social situations or you have social anxiety, it's important that your voice sounds friendly. <laughs> can you smile? Can you bring some more energy to your voice? Rather than allowing your voice to be monotone or to trail off, it can be difficult because anxiety can really constrict us in the throat and can cause us to sound more monotone or to trail off, to have a very quiet voice. But can you think about bring energy to what you're saying, smiling as you're speaking, and that can just help to counteract some of the, the, the messages that you might be inadvertently sending that you're not friendly. Can you hear the seagulls in the background? I'm still in Cornwall, <laughs> still without a home, and trying to find space and time to record things. So please excuse the very noisy seagulls there outside. So the last thing I'm going to say about this, I mean, I could talk about this tons and we cover every aspect of confidence from people pleasing to boundaries, to social confidence, to living life in accordance with your values, all of these things in the Brave New You course. So if you want to find out more about that, then you're welcome to check it out. But the last thing I'm going to say about confidence in social situations is that we kind of have to challenge ourselves. And I know that's annoying. And I know <laughs> it's like the last thing we want to do when we're feeling constricted and shy and wanting to stay in our stay at home. But we have to challenge ourselves. It doesn't mean you have to put yourself in at the deep end. It doesn't mean you have to go on live TV or, you know, speak in front of a group of people, but finding a small way to challenge yourself, to reach out to someone, to speak up in a group, to share a story around the table with your family, finding some way to speak up and to put yourself out there is going to show your nervous system that you do not die and that it is safe for you to be you, to speak, to share, even if things don't go to plan, even if you don't show up exactly as you'd want to, be proud of yourself for doing it anyway. Be proud for giving it a try and be kind to yourself no matter how it goes. Be kind to yourself. Whether you say what you wanted to say or whether your words come out wrong or you get embarrassed, being kind to yourself is so, so important because you tried and that is brave and that is worthy of kindness and respect and encouragement. It is something that gets so much easier the more you do it as well. It's like you're saying to your nervous system, it's safe, you can call off the alarm, and the next time you do it, it will get easier. Your nervous system will learn to calm down. So come and let me know what you thought of this episode. I'm at Chloe Brotheridge on Instagram. I'd love to know which of these techniques you're going to be trying. Again, the Brave New Confidence course is open this week for enrolment. You can head to karma-u.com forward slash cc for all the details. And we close doors on the 4th of July at midnight, 2021. You have been listening to the Karma You podcast with me, Chloe Brotheridge. Don't forget, you can download loads of freebies for anxiety and confidence at my website, karmau.com. You can also find out about my app and my one-on-one -on -one sessions. 
please do subscribe to this podcast in the Apple Podcast app. And if you have enjoyed it or found it helpful, please leave me a review. It makes a massive difference to helping the podcast get discovered by other people. And come on over and find me on Instagram. I'm hanging out there every day. You can find me at Chloe Brotheridge. Let me know what you thought of this episode. And please do share it with anyone who might need to hear this today. So I'm sending you loads of love and I hope you have a brilliant week ahead. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.